welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, April 13th, 2021. I am Tell Me on a Sunday podcast, Grace Aki. And I'm arts and culture writer, Ashley Steves. As always, make sure that you're on our Patreon for Broadway Radio. That's patreon.com slash Broadway Radio. And make sure that you listen all the way to the end of the episode today. There will be more information about a new show to come that will be exclusively for Patreon members until June. Yeah, we love it. We love Jan Simpson here. This is our this is the top of our week together, Ashley. I know. Um, Hi. Oh, it was it was way too short. Oh, okay. <laughs> it yeah. Was way way too short. Uh, it feels like it was a day long, and I don't know what happened. I think because I was upstate most of last week visiting friends. I just, I got back on Thursday and I probably should have come back sooner to actually like approach the weekend <laughs> properly because I'm uh, just tired. It feels like it's Wednesday with us doing the show together. It feels like it's Wednesday and guess what? It's not. It's not. We're not even there yet, but here <sighs> we go. I, I did some antique this weekend. That was the only thing. Oh, I, yeah. See, that's I'm so fun. jealous. Oh. I love when people, old people, pass away and leave me their goods. Yeah, it's really kind of them. Thanks for dying, old people. I, I think that they're thinking of me. They when are. They <laughs> so there you go. Thank you for the opera gloves. Ooh, I'll send you a pic. They're really Ooh, pretty. All right. Hello. Oh, oh, my gosh. These baby hands. All right. <laughs> Let's get into some news. Presidents of SAG-AFTRA and Actors' Equity Association and American Federation of Musicians Local 802 released the following joint statement regarding workplace harassment. Every worker deserves to do their job in an environment free of harassment of any kind, whether their harassment creates a toxic work place, or certainly in the case of sexual harassment when the behavior is also against the law. Every corporate board of directors should be deeply alarmed by the credible reports of longstanding, repeated violent and aggressive harassing behavior by individuals who hold high positions within a company or on a production and exercise management power over subordinates. We demand action on the part of our corporate counterparts to swiftly address credible allegations of harassment. Assuming that this response is to the Scott Rudin article that Mm. we've extensively covered, uh, what's interesting is that this comes months after uh, I was watching the Broadway Advocacy Coalition live event where Amber Iman asked AEA President Kate Schindel flat out what happens when we do call the hotline for help, which they included in this article. Schindel's response was essentially... The allegation gets noted, like, thank you for calling, but nothing actually happens. So while these statements seem well-intentioned, personally, I don't believe it provides any concrete progress to those dealing with workplace violence or abuse of any kind. Ashley, yeah. like, what did you take from that? Exactly that. There's <laughs> there's no real accountability here. It's it, speaking in the vaguest terms they possibly can and mm-hmm. kind of like saying, We'll support you, but I mean, are we going to do anything about it? Probably not, because we have a certain corporate culture to still uphold. <laughs> like, I know that I know that they're there, you know, quote unquote, there for their members, but there's as Matt and I talked about on last night's show in regards to you know mm-hmm. people expecting actors to come and say things, uh, you know, speak up against Scott Rudin. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same way with the unions. It's what are they going <laughs> to... There's only so much that they can say without kind of 
screwing themselves over at this point. Right. And I, I just, that's the thing is like, and I want screwing over their workers. Yeah. Exactly. And so I think the whole point of all of these statements are like, we don't agree with that. And it's like, all right, cool. I'm glad that you don't agree. So what happens when that does happen? Cause it does happen exactly. all the time. It happens every day. That's right. the problem. That's the problem. And why I feel like it's not <laughs> accountable at all is because yeah. we know this is happening. This has been happening since the dawn of time and in varying levels, depending on, you know, what demographic you're part of. So artists are uh, constantly disenfranchised peoples to begin with. So, you know, as long as there's anonymous, you know, an ability to stay anonymous, because that's not always the case here. And then what happens is these people, oh, well, I don't want to work with so-and-so because they're a tattletale. No, they're just telling on the fact that this is abusive. (laughs) So it's, yeah, we want people to be protected. And and I hope that this is a good step forward. Again, it kind of sounds, it feels like it's going on deaf ears. So I'm not sure, but um, I I really want to know because I I don't have that inside look, but Mm -hmm. I I really want to know what, you know, statements and Mm -hmm. whatever guidelines regarding harassment have been before. Because, you know, there has to have been some. Yeah. Generally, they tell people, and they've included it in this article, the hotlines to call in the event there is workplace abuse or violence or um, mistreatment, mm -hmm. harassment. Uh, So they always point to these hotlines. However, once once you use them, there's not any actual uh, progress in place to say how this these things are dealt with. Um, so that I think I find like that interesting. Hot, that sounds like every <laughs> hotline ever set up, unfortunately. Exactly. So who knows? I'm I'm glad that uh, they released something, but we'll we'll stay on top of it to see if anything actually happens. We will and I'm see. also eager to see the Broadway's response to these responses. Oh my God! Will we ever? <laughs> does it exist? I don't know. Oh my God. All right, let's take a moment to talk about our sponsor, ExpressVPN. Yeah, we love ExpressVPN. Thankfully, they're coming back to be our sponsor this week. And the important part about ExpressVPN is that you can use it to unlock movies and shows that are available only, you know, not where you are. So ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you want sites to think you're located. It's like your own little vacation somewhere else. (laughs) Yeah, and the thing is, I'm not very tech savvy. I don't know if you knew that, uh, but I truly no god. I mean, buttons scare <laughs> me. But all you have to do is open the app, select a location, tap one button to connect, and then refresh the page to access thousands of new shows and movies to you. You can choose from almost like a hundred different countries. Yes, pull out a map. There are a hundred different countries. <laughs> I know. I learn things every day. Um, I can watch my Studio Ghibli films like Ponyo and oh, Totoro yes. on UK Netflix because I'm sad that the US Netflix doesn't have it. That's why we have VPNs. Uh, and I can also watch all of my favorite anime all the time on Japanese Netflix. Very cool. And you mentioned Netflix uh, twice there, but <laughs> it, works, it works on any streaming service. So Hulu, BBC, iPlayer, YouTube. Express VPN is better than other VPNs because you can use it to stream and HD and no problems. So you've got no buffering or lag. No one has time for that. You can use it on your phones, laptops, media consoles, smart TVs, whatever else exists. Not only does it let you change your location, but it encrypts your data, lets you surf the web safely and anonymously. So no one will know where you've been. Yes, you can go to expressvpn.com slash Broadway Radio to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free expressvpn.com slash broadway radio e-x-p-r-e-s-s vpn.com slash broadway radio 
All right, let's get into some news. I don't know if you can hear my cat singing to me outside, but I can't. Um, but, but well, I yeah, hear it as as your cat. Like I, I heard started hearing something in my ear as your cat started going. I started hearing like a hissing in my ears because my heat just decided to kick on. So sorry about that, all. What a joy! I love this. Oh See, there's community in a song. Oh God, working from home is so joyous. Always. I- I love that, you know, we just we like to remind people like we are not in a studio. We are in our homes living lives. Yeah. Cats and heat and all. Enjoy my radiator. Enjoy pre-war <laughs> New York City building radiator, please. Mm-mm. Sounds like a Jonathan Larson musical. Can't wait to see it. Um, somebody dig it out from the vault. Yes. For the archives at the Library of Congress, please. Oh, yes. The Broadway vaccination site is up. I don't know if you saw this or knew Oh, uh, yay. I was very excited about this uh, in the news today. The pop-up will uh, employ 80 to 100 Broadway workers in hopes to vaccinate 1,500 people a day. Um, A vaccine pop-up site targeted to get Broadway theater workers back on stage, thank goodness, is set to launch on 47th and 7th. I believe it launched today. It was the former location of of the NFL experience. Didn't even know we had that in the theater district. (laughs) Of course. But I guess you got to send the people that aren't wanting to go see Beetlejuice somewhere send them to the NFL experience no longer. Obviously, obviously. You know, there's uh, besides Matt, there's such (laughs) a great overlap of football and Broadway. You know, hundreds of thousands of Broadway workers have been laid off um, during this uh, crazy time. So the fact that they're able to be employed and ha- helping to administer, um, you know, support to clinical nurses to yeah. give out shots is kind of cool. Um, cool. How will this location compare to others? Well, uh, this is the Broadway show of vaccination sites. They said it's a huge, beautiful space oh and we're going to be able to do a tremendous amount of vaccines for the community. And I saw Lin-Manuel Miranda and de Blasio were walking around today. Um, Classic he- combo. Classic combo, these two, am I right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I <laughs> the was odd couple. Thrilled. Next survival, <laughs> the odd couple. Stop. That's offensive. I know. I agree. I agree. You know what, though? We'd buy tickets. Um, whoops. Anyways. Whoops. I will get comps for that. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we see you. I assume this is what um, Danny Burstein shared a video of on mm-hmm. Instagram not that long. It was like a, he didn't edit it. I forgot who he said edited it. One of his friends. It's like a three minute video just of Broadway stars getting vaccinated, which obviously some of them were t- probably today. Some of them were, you know, over the last couple couple months when people have been eligible but it's just really lovely to see like see all these famous broadway faces actually getting their shots and knowing that eventually they're going to be back on stage and we're going to be back in the audience watching them it was a little bit of a lovely monday hope <laughs> it was funny because I saw de Blasio making a, a public statement right afterwards, right after he toured the site with Lim Manuel, and mm. he was like, the show must go on. And I was like, yeah, so tell me your plan to get the shows No, no he's he's busy. Um, now we're going to talk about the BAFTA Awards. <laughs> um, theater ri- writers won big at the BAFTA Awards this weekend. Um, Best Adapted Screenplay went to Christopher Hampton and Florian Zeller for The Father. Emerald Fennell uh, was the, is the book writer for Andrew Lloyd Webber's upcoming Cinderella musical, which I did not realize. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, she oh, won yeah. the Best Original Screenplay and Outstanding British Film for Promising Young Woman. That's kind of what happens is Every time, like in this war- award season mainly, but even anytime Matt and I have talked about the upcoming Cinderella musical yeah. of, you know, 7,000 versions of it, um, the, the consensus is 
always well, we have a little bit of hope for it because Emerald Fennel's behind it. That's amazing. That's, I know. This was a pleasant surprise for me. I was like, I might go. Um, also winning for the father. Pumps, pumps again. Thank you. Pumps again. Yes. Thank you. I will be sitting on row F. Thanks. <laughs> um, also winning for the father based on the Tony and Olivier nominated play was Anthony Hopkins. I'm sure you were thrilled for best actor. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Um, elsewhere, Tony winner Frances McDormand took home best actress for Nomad land i mean that was huge i that was a, that was a surprise for nomadland to me yeah. i was i was excited to see it um chloe Zhao directed it um and amazing course, being yeah exactly so um i was i was happy to see all these theater wins in a way i haven't seen nomadland yet uh i'm still behind i'm still behind i've been right. watching can- more television than anything <laughs> none of this matters time is irrelevant nah, what is time yeah exactly uh but yeah very thrilled for this obviously you know we talked about the father mm-hmm. and l- loved that to varying degrees um I'm always happy to see anthony hopkins win awards <laughs> kind of he was kind of an obvious one that was gonna happen <laughs> it just feels like that's his turf <laughs> but yeah Frances McDormand was kind of a big surprise to me but I'm happy about that love her love her um and we'll eventually see Nomadland <laughs> well here's hoping uh, the Phantom of the Opera's orchestra speaking of Andrew Lynn yeah, I was just about to say yeah. speaking of the devil um <laughs> the Phantom of the Opera's orchestra will be cut in half upon the production's return to the West End the stage reporting today the orchestra previously consisted of 27 musicians and now will include just 14 instruments being cut include an oboe percussion harp trumpets and horns the number of violins will be reduced All 27 members of the orchestra were released from their contracts last year when the production closed due to the pandemic, of course, allowing for refurbishments to the theater as well. The Musicians Union General Secretary Horace Trubridge says the union is sad and disappointed with this decision, as they should be. Mm -hmm. These orchestrations are just as thrilling um, as and rich as the original, but would not have been possible with the technology available in 1986, said Cameron McIntosh Limited. Uh, the new Phantom Orchestra will remain one of the largest in the West End. The orchestration uh, featuring a contemporary lineup of top flight soloists and modern instrumentation, which will give this timeless score... LOL timeless um, <laughs> score the freshness of a new musical to ensure that the music of the night will soar for decades more. That was their public statement. Uh, you know, uh, I, thought, I thought that was yours. It was very, no! very, very poetic. Obviously. Um. Okay. So there are already like tons of synthesizer sounds in this show. To me, it's always been incredibly dated. So I don't know. This just seems a bit unnecessary and cruel, but I think that just because it it's, it's a reduction is why it comes across like they're taking away jobs, even though right. all of these people right. were released from their contracts. It's not affecting uh, literal uh, someone's right. life livelihood. It's kind uh, of the, it's kind of the natural feeling that yeah, yeah. You're, you're reducing jobs technically. Um, and these people are losing jobs technically. I mean, they're losing jobs in the fact that they won't exist going forward for this production. I just. <sighs> I'm biased because, you know, being a musician uh, and having played Phantom of the Opera seven billion times, uh, that just seems like a show where you don't cut the orchestra and try and make it a more contemporary thing. Like, it's not a contemporary show. 
people if aren't anything, I think pe- it sound more natural yeah people aren't looking for the phantom of the opera's score to be updated in a new way <laughs> that's be- that tourists come from they like the nostalgia of yeah tourists come from thousands of miles away to see the phantom of opera phantom of the opera as is as they know it as they want to see it so cutting you know cutting from 27 to 14 is obviously going to change the sound anyway you're going to change it in any other way it's going to change it's going to change what you're expecting of it which is a classic show however you feel about it (laughs) yeah and i think because they made this so public I mean, this probably happens all the time. We just don't read about it. <laughs> no, sure. I mean, again, it's the fan of the opera. We're, yeah. Like, it's going to be made public and people are going to know about it because it's the biggest show in the universe. So people are going to, people are going to know about it. People are going to hear about it. And the people who don't hear about it are going to go to the show and be like, what the hell is this? Right. And so <laughs> Where's I'm half the orchestra. Yeah. And this is, this is just the West End. I'm really curious yeah. if this affects, you know, the, the Broadway version. I'll be kind of amazed of that. Like, uh, it kind of make uh, it doesn't make sense to me, but it obviously makes more sense that that's happening over there right now where things don't seem like they're as, as contained at the moment. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, as we just talked about Broadway vaccinations, I feel like, the cuts for orchestration and any time any type of you know quote unquote modernization of things yeah. is going to be significantly limited but i think you know god knows what will happen with phantom when it gets back anyway because i know that you know they've wanted to close and reopen and do a thousand other things to the theater so we'll have to see <laughs> we'll just have to yeah. see we will we will have to see um in recommendations and news uh Peppermint, Monet Exchange, and Manila Luzon featured as the witches in Macbeth on a new podcast. I had no idea this was happening. That is perfect. (laughs) I'm so excited. I love love it. All of them. (laughs) That's incredible. What was the where's the podcast? Through, do you know? It's from Play On. Okay, okay. I, I I went to their site to listen, and they have two episodes out so far, and we'll include the link um, to the whole story in our show notes. But oh my gosh, I was like, <sighs> um, okay. Macbeth was one of the last shows that I saw at Classic Stage Company before the oh, pandemic. Oh, very nice. Okay. Yeah, and I don't really, I don't, I don't really give a lot of farts about Shakespeare, but mm-hmm. um, this is one that I do generally enjoy um, when it's done, it's done sure. well. When it's done and well, I love absolutely. witches. I mean, come on, how can you not? Double, double toil and trouble. And on that <laughs> note, thank you guys so much for listening to today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Broadway Radio, and don't forget about our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/BroadwayRadio. You can find me all the time on Twitter and Instagram at It's Grace Aki. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This Is Ashley. Thank you guys so much. Stick around, and we will see you tomorrow. Hey, Patreon subscribers, it's Jan Simpson here. I've missed going to the theater, and I've missed sharing conversations about it with you all. So I'm really excited to be able to introduce you to my new podcast, All the Drama, which will focus on the over 100 plays and musicals that have won America's highest theatrical honor, the Pulitzer Prize for Drama. We'd originally planned to start the series when the Pulitzer Board announced this year's winner. 
but they decided to postpone the announcement from its usual mid-April date to June 11th. But as I said, I'm excited to share this new show, and so James and I have decided that the first two episodes will be released early to you, our most devoted supporters. The first will drop in your feed this week. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs>